0: 2023, but we're just getting started. Welcome to No Tracers. Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is no tracers here we take only photos we leave only footprints and remember leave no trace hi happy new year hope you guys had a great new year's eve I hope you had a great first week of the new year of 2023. I I can't believe that this is happening right now. I can't can't believe we are in 2023. That's the craziest thing ever. This is going to be an amazing year, and I'll tell you why. First of all, because we are ramping up No Tracers. We have different types of guests coming on from rooftopers, free solo climbers, and your favorite, urban explorers. We got all of them coming on. Super stoked for this next year of content, of exploration, of getting to know this community, diving deeper into the depths of decay. Super excited about it. Trying to get some sponsors this year. Trying to make it happen. Super stoked. I'm now an affiliate with Wondered. The bag that I use is a Wondered bag and you can now get a Wondered bag through me, which is sick. So, yeah, thanks Wondered for uh, allowing me to be an affiliate. I appreciate you guys. Um, as always, partnered with Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never tried Liquid Death, it's canned water. They have still sparkling and flavored waters in cans. Fuck plastic. Death to plastic, guys. Drink more canned water. Check out liquiddeath.com. Use promo code just the letter K for 10% off your order. And as always, I have some gear, I have merch, I have photography books. All at notracers.com shop. I have a new video. Hopefully by the time you see this, it's, it's done. I have a new video about what's in my urbex bag, urbex gear recommendations. Go check that video out. If you want to do some light reading and see some cool photos, I do have a blog at notracers.com. You can see the abandoned places I've explored and the photos and read the stories and see the videos all in one place at notracers.com. Go check it out. If you want to support the podcast, uh, well, subscribe, first of all. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe to No Tracers. I would appreciate it greatly. If you're a veteran listener, if you've been listening for any amount of time and you like the show, please leave a rating and feedback. If you do that, I will actually send you a signed photo print. Yeah, for free. So just do me a favor. Leave a rating and feedback on podcast that – what am I trying to say? On the podcast platform you listen to this on, whether it is Spotify or Apple Podcasts and then shoot me a DM. Let me know that you did that with a screenshot, and I will send you a signed photo print. Happy New Year, everybody. This week on the podcast, I am speaking with JC Photo Abandoned. He's an urban explorer based out of Michigan, and he's also a storm chaser. So we're going to be like diving into a little bit of everything on this show. Super excited for it. This is the first one of 2023, so buckle up. Let's freaking get it. Thank you guys for listening to No Tracers. Let's go, JC Photo. Please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience.
1: Well, my name is uh, Ryan Jacobowski. I've uh, I also go by JC Photo underscore abandon uh, on my Instagram page. Um, that's kind of where my main account is. That I have all of my abandoned type stuff uh, related to that, and then I also have uh, JC Photo underscore MI, uh, which is some of my other stuff that is not geared towards abandon. But uh I've been exploring for God, ever since I was probably about the last sixteen years now. Um it's it's definitely been something that uh has started from a, a very early age is pretty much a couple of years after I got into uh photography. Um but yeah, it's been uh, it's been going for a long time and man, I I, I love every minute of it.
0: So, what got you into exploring abandoned places, and what was your first exploration ever?
1: So, it's actually kind of funny. My uh, what got me into the urban exploring was actually my parents, which no. I know they are deeply regretting right now because <laughs> they've gotten so far deeply into it. Um, but so my uh, my mom and my stepdad actually ended up taking me to the Packard plant
0: uh, oh, no back way. in
1: 2013. Wow uh, back when it was still tons of stuff left when the bridge was still left and everything. Um, and they took me around and we were there for hours and this was probably a couple of years after, uh, I got into photography. So I had a decent camera back then, my, uh, Nikon D 3000, I think it was that I won from a competition actually. Um, so I, I had the camera and man, we were there for forever. And, uh, You know, my mom was, of course, freaking out. My stepdad's like, yeah, it's not that bad. And uh, but now they've definitely changed the tune after they know all the places I've been to. And Packard is probably one of the safest places that uh, (laughs) I've been to out of all of them. So uh, so, yeah, surprisingly enough, my uh, my parents got me got me into it.
0: (laughs) We uh, started on the same camera. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. I I was a gifted mine from a photography instructor I had. He uh, gave me his like second camera it was like his old camera and he had me uh like assist him on shoots and stuff and so oh, yeah. i i moved away and kept the camera and you know then i moved to canon and now i'm on sony and you know you know how it
1: goes nice. oh yeah oh for sure <laughs> um
0: Definitely. so what makes you keep going back to abandoned places like what is it about it and like what is the like mentality of an urban explorer because like this isn't like a normal thing to do <laughs>
1: exactly oh yeah and, and, you know, I, I keep telling everybody that as well. Like, you know, some people look at me and think I'm absolutely crazy. And it's like, you know, the the thing that brings me back every time is just knowing the history of these places. So, you know, there's there's so many places out there in Michigan that people had no idea about that I've explored. And, you know, just knowing that, you know, like these churches and stuff I go into and everything, i um, just knowing the, the fact there was congregations there so long ago and, you know, just what what lives were, were there, you know, when all this stuff was actually uh, active and everything. I just I love thinking about what a place was like, you know, back in the day uh, mm. when it was actually, you know, in in use.
0: Yeah, no, I totally can always, relate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's always been an interest of mine, so.
0: Especially like churches, like I was just having this conversation earlier today. Like, where did they go? Like, where? Oh, yeah. Why would you abandon "quote unquote" God's house? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. that's, that's one of the weirder things for me is abandoned churches. But do you yeah. have a a favorite history of a particular place that you've been?
1: Um, let's see. You know, I I I really like the uh all the, the automotive plants. So. Uh, Fisher Body 21 up here in Detroit mm-hmm. um, and the Packard plant I actually had a chance to go to uh, the Packard Proving Grounds which is uh, a little bit north of there by about 40 minutes and it's where they used to take the cars from the Packard plant and test them out at the uh, the proving grounds up in up in uh, where it's at and it's so cool to kind of relate back to that and you know to see that all these cars that uh, that came from this abandoned plant that I've been exploring all, all my life we um, were actually up there and tested on this long track and everything like that and kind of went through all this vigorous testing that they were talking about. And I got a chance to kind of write an article and, um, you know, do a, a whole interview with, with them up there and, and uh, all the workers. It was really, really neat to kind of put both of those together, you know, to see wow. from one place to another how it goes like that.
0: That's wild. Yeah. That's like crazy that you got to like have that experience. Not a lot of people get to talk to people that, you know, Yeah. work at these places or used to work at these places. You know, I think that's super special that you got to do that. Um, Definitely. speaking of like, you know, talking to workers and things like that, do you ever get like DMS or emails from people that like used to go to the location or like used to be like, for example, like I get emails from uh, staff members from like old hospitals that I explore that are like, Oh my God, oh, I used what? to work there. Or like patients that were like, I grew up roaming those hallways. Like, do you ever get any DMS or emails? Yeah, like
1: that? I've, I've actually I, not a lot, but uh, I have got a couple actually from uh, schools that I've explored. So a lot of people will say, Hey, I used to go to that school or um, you know, I was, I was in that classroom that you were taking a picture of them. Like that is, that is just awesome to me, the fact that they reached out and actually told me that. And yeah. I've had people also uh, come up to me about, um, you know, working in some of the plants, like the AMC plant that they're tearing down right now. Uh, I had a guy contact me and say that he worked there for like 30 years, uh, you know, back in his younger days and just how amazing it was and stuff like that. So I love hearing people come up to me and tell me, you know, the history of that. Um, you know, there were some places that uh, – a person's parents got married right on the altar of an abandoned church uh, that I shot. And they're like, man, it brings back so many memories and everything. (laughs) So I, I was like, I can only imagine, you know, what it would be like for, for them to step in there, you know, uh, in person. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's it's amazing to hear the, those stories. I I love it. That's, that's another thing that keeps me going, you know, to bring people back to their, their memories. You never know who's out there that's going to see it and, you know, maybe uh, have a story to tell.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's so special. And, you know, I I often wonder, like, what are the architects that built these places? Like, where are they? Like, what are they doing? Like, do they go back? Like, can (laughs) I like find like there's this restaurant in Portugal that I explored. It's like a 360 degree panoramic restaurant that overlooks all of Lisbon. And like, I want to like find the architect. Cause I, I found his name. Like he, there's like a whole Wikipedia page about the place and I found oh, the guy's wow. name, but I can't find any information about him. So I'm like trying to find oh, this man. dude so that I can like go back there and explore it with him how it is now, because that to me would just be like mind blowing.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be so amazing. Yeah, and, I gotta and, like... find that dude. Like a lot of the stuff, like in uh, Detroit, you know, Albert Kahn uh, is the one who did a lot of the, and he's obviously passed away now, but that would be, that would be just amazing to, to be able to take some Detroit architects and walk through the buildings that they created and just (laughs) have their stories of how they, you know, designed everything. And that would be really, really cool.
0: Yeah, especially there. It's so it's such a like robust city and it's like so full of history, yeah. you know, from the automotive days and all the oh, yeah. the downfall of that and all that stuff. And, you know, it, it it would be so fascinating to talk to some of the architects about like their buildings now. I mean, you've got Highland Park, you've got, you know, right. churches, you've got all kinds of places out there that, you know, I just wonder like where they're at now, you know. And uh Definitely. have you have you ever gotten permission to explore a place? Uh, you know, I think I I did, I, I, was, I was kind of going
1: through and I'm thinking there was a, uh, there was a school that I actually had um, one of the owners of the property had a, had a chance to take me on. He was doing some work there um, and he actually let me in and kind of toured me around a little bit. I couldn't stay very long um, just because it, the school wasn't in too bad a shape, but um, he said he did, you know, he doesn't really like people going in there. And I respected that, you know, I yeah. understand that's his property and everything. So, uh, but the fact that he, you know, kind of took me in and uh, was tell me a little bit about the history and show me around, I, I definitely appreciate that. You know, there's, you get those one-offs, uh, you know, for some of the, I met up with some pastors of of, of churches uh, as well. They kind of, you know, let you in and take pictures for five, 10 minutes and then, you know, head out. So it's yeah. I, I really appreciate the people who do do that for us.
0: Oh, for sure! It's so special getting those opportunities, and it's it's nice to like not have to be in constant like panic mode and like looking over your shoulder exactly you know? <laughs> when you are oh, yeah. those spots out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you talk sure. about like the gear that you use or bring into these yeah. buildings, like your backpack, shoes, lights, that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, so uh, my my main camera that I shoot with uh, is a Nikon Z seven. Uh, so I've gone to the the mirrorless side, which I absolutely love. Um, before I had a D750, which was also a great camera. Um, but I just, you know, made the switch and, uh, I I love it. Uh, my two main lenses that I use are a 14 to 24 for, which is basically my, my go-to lens that stays on 90% of the time. Uh, especially since I do a lot of like landscape photography as well. Um, that comes in handy, like cityscape type stuff. Uh, and then also my 70 to 200, those are my two top lenses that I use. Uh, especially the seventy to two hundred for more landscape stuff like that, but uh, I, I absolutely love the the Nikon Z line. Uh, it's been been great to me. I've I've had Nikon ever since I've started, really. Except for my very first camera, which was a Konica Minolta, and it was like two point four megapixel, and it <laughs> still works. I still do have it, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the Nikon line has been great to me. And I use uh, Lytra as my main light, um, mm. and then also some of the Pro Master lights have really been good. Uh, they have the rgb lights they can kind of do some cool color effects uh especially like pops of red uh i found to work really well in abandoned places so
0: oh for sure absolutely
1: um
0: can you share your most creative entrance into a building
1: the creative entrance yeah i you know i would definitely have to say there's a, a a water plant uh that we ended up going into and it was right after a snowstorm in, you know, the dead of winter, uh, beginning of 2021, I believe. Um, and there was this little two by four that was covered in snow. And, uh, we actually ended up walking across this two by four and below was about a seven foot drop into a big concrete hole. So we had to almost basically shimmy across this, uh, this two by four holding onto the wall. And I'm, just barely long enough to reach. And so I'm like at the tip tops of my fingers, uh, shimmying across this board as I'm looking down in this massive concrete pit and, uh, literally just taking it step at a step and finally getting into the, uh, into this place. And it was well worth it, but man, it was, it was a creepy, uh, creepy way to get in.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. Um, yeah speaking of like drops and you know dangerous shit have do you have any urban exploration injury stories
1: you know i i i've hit my head a, a number of times climbing into uh, to windows and everything there's not a lot of times i've luckily been you know hurt enough to really stop me but i have had a whole lot of close calls um hmm. i was coming out of a a, a fire training facility and okay. there's a patch of ice and we were running and uh, as i was running hit the ice and didn't see it. It was pretty much black ice almost. Uh, and I caught myself right before I was getting ready to hit. And I took two steps and I slipped yet again and caught myself right as I was getting ready to, uh, to hit the ice. And both times the the guys I was exploring with just looked at me, they, they couldn't believe it. So I've, I've had a lot of close call, uh, experiences for sure.
0: Well, good I'm glad you've remained relatively unscathed uh we've yeah. heard some pretty crazy stories on this show and uh oh I uh, can imagine <laughs> oh my god impalings like oh. just crazy shit dude it's oh been my. uh it's been wild but I you know I I'm, have to I'm
1: surprised I haven't been more <laughs> severely injured with the stuff that I've seen and the places I've gone to it's uh... <laughs> sure. um how
0: Definitely. about your your scariest exploration or your most dangerous? <laughs>
1: Uh, so scariest, I think, would have to be there was a a, a hotel um, out in Michigan here. And some of our friends had explored it the weekend before we ended up going uh, a couple of days before. And it, it wasn't scary in the fact that, you know, like it was damaged. This place is in exceptional condition. Um, and so we ended up going into this hotel and. My friend was telling me, you know, kind of stay away from the windows and stuff because the, the windows by the pool area were, were kind of open um, and you could at least see through them. So we got in, took maybe five or six shots, went to the pool area and we saw this car driving by. And as the car is driving by, we duck down, we go out into the hallway and we're, we're waiting there just to see if anything happens. So we're ducked down, we hide and the car kind of pulls around the building So we're like, all right, we got to get out of here. So I don't know who this is, but, you know, we've run into people in the past. We had no idea if it was, you know, a person that just saw us going in or who they were. So we uh, ended up getting out of the building and my other couple friends started running and I started running and this car sped up and followed all three of us uh, at the time across the street and everything. We were booking it around into this like little office complex and everything trying to get away. And as I, they, I actually lost my friends for a while. I was looking for them and the car pulls right up alongside of me and I booked it across the field and finally met up with them. So we get into our car everything like that and the car comes whipping around the corner and my friend starts driving. We're running through stop signs. We're trying oh to get God. away from this guy as fast as we can. We had no idea who he was. It's just a, blank you know just a plain car and he followed us for miles and this guy was like you know a professional driver you could tell this guy was <laughs> but he was not gonna let us go and my friend finally pulled off into this uh into this parking lot and we turned around and it was a one-way so oh. the car pulls up he stops he, he and he's like you know what you guys might as well just stop and he's like, yeah. He's like, so basically I'm an undercover cop. Fuck. And we're like, oh my God, I, I was, I was freaking out. And I was, I was in the car. I'm like the whole time from being out of breath from running, let alone the fact that now we just outran the cops oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, but we told him, we're like, you know, we had no idea you were the police. So the actual police ended up coming and luckily they were really cool. Um, you know, we kind of stuck to our story and we'll just let them know we had some friends explore. We were doing some portraits and uh luckily we were dressed nicer that day so it was like obviously you're not there to you know beat stuff up and you know break stuff but uh it turns out the owner was actually meeting a cop there to discuss more of the security measures uh, <laughs> for that place for people who are entering in this building go figure and he was meeting them there about 10 minutes before you know we started running um oh,
0: wow so we
1: just missed the owner and the guys like you know they're like, don't don't go back into there and so that that kind of kept us out of uh of that city for for quite a while
0: oh my and God.
1: uh but yeah i'm i'm sitting on the curb just like the, the cop thought i needed an ambulance i was so out of breath and you know, <laughs> panicking i was like i'm going to jail <laughs> for sure. And, uh, yeah it was it was insane <laughs>
0: wow, what a story. Like, get, yeah. you almost got away with it, but then you didn't.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And when we and when we were done, we were, we were driving home. And I think for uh, at least the next month, we're like, how are we still here? Like, how did we not go to jail? We broke so many rules and laws. Like, yeah. we just kept on talking to each other. We're like, how, how, like did that really just happen? I went wow. home that night, and then I ended up going to a car show later that day, and <laughs> I was just driving just like, oh, my God. Like, how did I – how am I here right now
0: (laughs) the worst is when like you have somewhere to be you know when you're trying to leave like I was in a an abandoned (laughs) jail like a county jail and uh I was I had to go to a film screening because I was in the movie and I was like guys like I gotta I gotta get ready to go and then this cop pulls up and parks right out front right where the only way in or out is (laughs) and I was like guys I literally like can't get arrested but like i gotta go be somewhere in like an hour you know so we had to find another way out we ended up like scaling down the side of the building and jumping over this razor wire it was like (laughs) mission impossible dude but i made it to my film screening all was great amazing (laughs) but yeah like those those situations you're just like why why am i doing this
1: oh yeah oh my gosh yeah it is definitely and and you know that experience it it never, it never stopped me from exploring, which I don't think I'll ever, I'm sure I'll be like 90 years old and still trying to scale a wall to get into a building. But, sure. uh, um, you know, it never stopped me, but it definitely put me on, on edge more, especially for yeah. more high profile places. Um, you know, I, I, and I got my, my wife and my son, uh, at home as well. So, you know, uh, I'm sure my wife would not, uh, enjo- enjoy me going to the, uh, the County jail for <laughs> taking pictures, but, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely kept me on my toes for for sure.
0: But, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know,
1: I'm starting to get back into it, and uh, you know, not not as nervous, I guess you could say.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we tend to get a little more ballsy the farther away from those incidents we get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> feel, we're like, exactly. yeah, we'll be fine. It, it'll never happen. I'm invincible. We like fireproof. You know, like <laughs> <All> um, right. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, do you have a favorite overall exploration?
1: Yeah. So, uh, so it was actually. Uh, our second time, uh, we ended up exploring with Spike from Mojo in the morning, uh, who's one of the radio hosts up here uh, in in the Detroit area. And I actually met him during COVID, and we were at uh, one of the Krogers, and I saw him in line. I'm like, "Like, you're Spike? Oh my god!" And we started talking, and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I." He's like, I, he's like "We should definitely, you know, do a, a, a shoot together." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "We're going to Indiana." I was like, "You should join us." He's like, "All right." And I'm like. Really? Like you're, you know, you're a famous Detroit person and the fact that he's joining us. Uh so we ended up meeting him uh down in Indiana and in Gary, uh, and exploring probably five or six places down there. Um, obviously the, you know, Gary Methodist, uh, as well as some other spots and it, it was awesome to have, you know, local celebrity that I listened to every morning on the radio, uh, exploring with us. You know, I rode in his in his car as we were going around the area and everything and um It was just it was really cool to have somebody else that, I guess, high up, you could say, um, know that they're into the same kind of stuff that that I'm into, you know. And then uh, the next day or that uh, the next week there, you talked about us on the radio and everything like that and was on, uh, you know, some of the segments and everything. And it was it was really cool to kind of be like, wow, we kind of made something, you know.
0: That's rad! Oh my god, what a cool experience! Like, yeah. t- and it's and kind of like so randomly, like serendipitous, like that's yeah, so sick.
1: Exactly. I I would have never, I you know, I had no idea that I would have been you know seeing him. So it's like the fact that it just happened. I'm like, wow.
0: <laughs> that's crazy, dude! What a cool yeah. experience, man. Um, and then what do you do when you're not exploring abandoned places?
1: Uh, so I actually am a uh, storm chaser.
0: Shut the, wait, stop. Everybody hold the phone. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm from Oklahoma originally. Oh, are you? And I grew up wanting to be a storm chaser. So can we just pause the urban exploring thing and talk about this for a second? Okay. (laughs) How'd you get into it? Why do you do it? What's the coolest part? (laughs) Yeah. When, uh,
1: when I was a kid, I was just, I was terrified of storms and, um, it's crazy because I grew up in South Lyon, so we were kind of in you know the not the city area. So we when the storms came through out there, they were they were a good size. Yeah. Um, and as a kid, like I just I was always terrified. I heard thunder, I'm like, oh my god, a tornado is going to happen. <laughs> and the more the more storms that you know ended up coming through, the more I just kept on getting interested. I'm like, wow, it's like this is actually pretty cool, you know, to see all the lightning and everything. And I did, you know, kind of more research and everything like that. And then I actually ended up just, it kind of took off from there. Like, uh, really getting into middle school, uh, is when I started getting into like reading a whole lot of weather books and everything like that. And then in, uh, in high school, once I finally got my, you know, driver's license and everything, uh, I just, I started chasing. I took a Skywarn class over at the national weather service. So I've been doing, uh, like co-op observer and, um, storm chasing for them. We kind of report back and uh, let them know about any kind of damage from storms and everything. And it's really just, I I went to school originally for uh, earth science. um, And then they put a hiring freeze on for the uh, weather service, which I was originally going to go into. But, um, you know, with my photography, it kind of carried over with that. So I I stayed into storm chasing because, you know, I I still love the photography aspect of it and seeing all these, uh, you know, funnel clouds and everything like that. And uh, I've had a lot of close experiences. Um, And one of my friends, we ended up starting a weather page actually uh, on online. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it kind of stemmed from as a child and it really took off all the way through. And I, I I love every minute of it. I mean, you know, my wife, I'm sure doesn't care for me to go out while there's a tornado sirens going off, but, uh, I I love it. I'll I'll be out at two o'clock in the morning, you know, driving to the, uh, Ohio border if, uh, if the storm is good enough. So,
0: (laughs) wow. That's amazing, dude. I, so do you like freelance? Like, do you like sell images? Like what is your, I do? Yeah. So,
1: uh, so you, there, there's a couple of uh, different sites that will buy uh, like the photos and video that we get. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it is definitely a competitive market. That's for, for sure. sure. Um, there's so many out there and there's so many, obviously in the Plain States and everything that they'll obviously take those videos first before something in Michigan. But, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we, we go to uh, like the local, local weather channels or local uh, news stations. Uh, and then also on, on Twitter, we can share videos and, a lot of times they'll be shared on there and just kind of give us the exposure at least uh something mm-hmm. else. I have had a few videos uh on the local networks here. And Sweet. uh some of them I've, I I had a lightning strike actually hit one of uh Channel 7's news tower here and they shared it and I saw it being shared like, you know, overseas even. Wow. Uh, so that was a really cool experience to That's uh sick. to get that far out and you know have my uh, my work out there.
0: That's amazing dude. Like so I have a another podcast called Project Freelance. It's all about freelancing and tips for building nice. a business and all that kind of stuff. I'll have to have you on that show as well to just talk about Absolutely. that separately, but uh yeah. back to back to the abandoned shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you prefer exploring alone or with a group? Uh mainly with a group.
1: So, um it depends on the place. I I there has been a few places that I've I've gone into alone, but you know, I know over the years of all the stuff that I've seen and all the stuff I've heard happen. Yeah. If there's somebody I can go with, I'm definitely going to go with the group for sure. Um, I I explore with the trespasser a whole lot. Uh, he's my my main guy that I explore with and everything we've been together for quite a many years. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, definitely a a group thing makes you feel a little more safe. At least, you Mm -hmm. know, if you run into a (laughs) group of group of people and, uh, you know, they're coming up to you, at least you got to, group of three or four with you um, yeah. and it's not as bad but uh but yeah you know a couple couple spots you can do on your own but um, but yeah mainly for exploring I try and at least stick to uh, to groups at least in the city areas.
0: Yeah. Huge shout out to the trespasser. He was my tour guide recently in Detroit. So he brought us around and showed us some spots. And we're actually going to go check out that uh, fire training center that you were talking about. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. uh,
0: I didn't have time to go. I had to I had other obligations that I had to go deal with. But uh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, super cool guy. And I'll be up back up in Detroit area, uh, for like new years. So oh, I nice. want to try to meet up with, you know, a group and do some stuff, even though it's going to be yeah. fucking cold.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's, that's the, that's the hardest part getting out at, you know, five it, in the morning is yeah exploring in the winter time, man, it is, it is a for bone real. chiller.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, do you have any goal places like bucket list spots?
1: Yeah. You know, so I've something that I've been, obviously it's going to still take a while to save up for. Um, I would love to just take like three weeks, four weeks and drive down route 66 Mm. out West and hit the spots that like, are just in the middle of the desert. Like that's, that's one thing I love is these places that are uh, like in the UP of Michigan, um, these random houses that you find on the side of the road where there's a cornfield, a tree, and then a house and that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I love the open space type shots like that. So route 66 has always been on my list to hit, you know, these massive water parks I see out that way and everything, oh, yeah. And hotels and you know, all that stuff and little mom and pop short stores, um, yeah. Between that and then also, uh, down in New Orleans, the, uh, the six flags that closed yeah, uh, during the hurricane. That's, that's also at the top of my list as well as of course the, uh, overseas, uh, nuclear zone so
0: oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah that i think those two are on everybody's list new orleans yeah. the six flags and like chernobyl area the, exactly, the red zone right. you know all that stuff i'm trying to get a guy that's a, a a stalker he's that's what they call the chernobyl like tour guides uh they're called oh, stalkers okay. so i uh, one of the other people I had on my show actually reached out to me and was like, yo, I know a guy that gives tours of Chernobyl. He doesn't really speak English, but <laughs> I would love to have him on your show somehow. So we sent him the questions and we're going to have him answer them and then translate them into English. And I'm going to read it on the show. Cause I want to know more about like, that's awesome. Just running that area, like running around oh, that area yeah. is just wild, you know? And I've seen countless videos. I'm obsessed with Chernobyl, the history of it, everything about it. And, I, yeah. It's definitely the top of my list for sure. I got to get out there for sure.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the All the pictures I've seen of it, like just of the, you know, the room with all the gas masks and everything, yeah. and the, the shops that are, everything's left on, you know, the shelves. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what I, I love that kind of stuff.
0: It's, yeah. I mean, it's an entire city time capsule. Yeah. It's wild. Exactly. It's
1: wild. Exactly.
0: Um, If you could live in one place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be?
1: Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Um, you know, I, I would say I probably Cleveland area. Um, I, I actually had a chance. That was one of the places I ended up going to alone. Um, I know there's so much stuff out there that I didn't hit and I definitely need to get back out there this next upcoming year here and, uh, and hit spots, you know, out that way. Um, but I just, I love the atmosphere out there. There's the places that I did hit, you know, the, like the observatory and, mm-hmm. uh, some of the plants out there. It's just, I, I love the, I love the whole city out there. Um, and I, I think it'd be really cool to, you know, kind of be out that way. I know there's tons of spots and, you know, like I said, they're, uh, they've been on my list for a while, but, uh, you know, it's definitely a place I would love to spend some time at. A little bit yeah. More.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cleveland's cool. I mean, Ohio's just got so much stuff to explore in general, like abandoned or not. It's just like a cool place, you know? And like, I'm a big, big fan of Ohio. I know people in Michigan, like say like, fuck Ohio, but (laughs) 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 still, I think it's pretty fucking cool, man. It's a cool spot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You do. You guys definitely, you know, Ohio definitely has a lot of, a lot of great bando spots for sure. That's Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? Uh
1: you know I I I really hope for the I guess the 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 crazy drama to oh my God, uh, yeah. to die down. <laughs> there's just so much out there that is is not needed, you know. It's it's not like it's a competition that we are what we're doing and stuff like that. You know, there's obviously people out there who get upset for people who, you know, gatekeep locations and stuff like yeah. that, but it's like, you know, at the same time we, we don't want these places to get, you know, destroyed. It's like, you know, that's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's part of the game, yeah. but, um, you know, it's not anything personal or not, or not, not, you know, just bad mouthing people and, you know, saying, no, screw you. You know, it's, uh, I, I just wish that, you know, some of the, the, the drama can die down and more people can kind of get, uh, into different communities of it and really kind of share their own stories without, other people you know just bad-mouthing everybody
0: (laughs) yeah I agree man I think that the drama is unnecessary and you know thanks to this podcast I've built like quite a rapport with the community which I'm so very grateful for you know it means a lot to me that yeah people care and people want to hear these stories and you know there's so many stories behind these photos and you know I don't want to have the drama on this podcast you know right you know, I've had a couple of people that are like, fuck this person, let me come on the show and talk about them. And I'm like right, yeah. nah. Like that's not what this is about. This is supposed to bring us together as a community, you know. So Exactly. Yeah. I, I fully agree with you about that, man.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and you know, it's and especially the fact that, you know, I I've seen I've met so many great people through urban exploring. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've met tons of friends through it. And I mean that's what that's what I, I love that's one of the main reasons I love doing it is you know the the ones you do meet, your, your your great friends and stuff like that that you get to explore with right. is an awesome time. It's it's such a close knit community when it's the right people and you know when you when you really have somebody who's as passionate as you are about stuff.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So my last question for you is, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring?
1: That's an excellent one, and you know i i I would have to say the fact that how many places were actually out there? Like, you know, when I first started, I hit the Packard plant, obviously, um, and Fisher body and, you know, some of these places that obviously are still around today and everything, but I I really wish I would have been able to (laughs) kind of do more research, uh, and find some of these spots that have been torn down that I I wish I would have known about because, you know, now looking back and seeing everything that's been destroyed or, you know, ones that you can't, get into anymore um mm-hmm. wishing that you know 13 years ago when i was doing this i probably would have had a chance at least um so yeah i i, I wish i would have dug deeper into what was available out there you know to yeah. see because i know there was so many amazing things especially in the detroit area with all the architecture and everything um you know that's that's definitely something i would have loved to to see is more in depth of uh some of these places that have been torn down and everything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to keep following your journey, drop your uh, Instagram again. Let them know where they can find you.
1: Yeah. So uh, Instagram, I got my uh, abandoned stuff at abandoned. And then uh, you can also follow my more non abandoned uh, stuff over at mi. And then on Facebook, uh, I have JNC, JC Photography Gallery. Uh, that's where I post just a whole bunch of my landscape shots, uh, abandoned stuff, just about any kind of picture I take that uh, I want to share out to everybody. Uh, that's where I have some of my promotion and stuff going on and everything. So uh definitely appreciate all the follows and everything.
0: Awesome. Thank you for coming on No Tracers and sharing your story.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. I'm, I'm really glad I were able to make this work.
0: All right, guys, that was JC Photo Abandoned. If you want to go check him out, I put his links down in the description for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the No Tracers podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. I love this community that we're building. Thank you guys for supporting No Tracers. Thank you for supporting me as the host and as an artist. If you guys want to support No Tracers further, you can pick up some gear or a photography book at notracers.com. Thank you guys. Leave a rating and feedback if you've liked the episode and subscribe if you're a new listener. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something and remember, leave no trace.